I've gone from 17 stone to 9 stone 5 by thinking myself thin. Now I'm sharing all that I've learned on my journey through my health coaching. Throughout this podcast, I'm here to guide, support, show you that what you think is impossible is actually really possible. Hi, it's Rachel and today I'm with my hubby Anton and producer Hattie. We're in the hot seat and we're talking all about our relationship and my seven stone weight loss. Hope you enjoy. Ready to go? Okay, yeah. ready yeah. to go. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. How and when did you meet? Can you remember? Yeah, a go very on. long time ago. Go on then. Huddersfield. Blue cagoule and Ricci t shirt. There's nothing wrong with that Ricci t shirt. I bought that in Amsterdam. I even remember the market <laughs> where I bought it. <laughs> it's heavy, warm, and very cool. <laughs> well, we were friends. And then. Um, friends with benefits. Friends with benefits. Then I fell in love with him. Oh, God, we're going there. Okay. We are going there. Told him that I'd <laughs> fallen in love with him. Thinking, oh, him saying, oh, yeah, I've fallen in love with you too. And let's make it official. Because for the record, and people out there, we were going out for dinner together. We were going to the cinema together. We were hanging out together. As friends. We were very much doing things that couples do. So forgive me. <laughs> we do what mates do. <laughs> forgive, oh, oh, friends with benefits. Cook for each other. Yeah. <laughs> go to the cinema. Well, anyway, go on. And so forgive me if I, you know, got the wrong communication from you that it was progressing into something more. Anyway, I fell in love. I told him I'd fallen in love. And he looked at me and just said, oh, I only ever saw you as a friend. And my heart broke in that moment. And then that same week I got made redundant. And it was the time when the whole big financial crash had happened. So there was no jobs in the north. So that I was like, well, I've had my heart broken. I haven't got a job. I'm going back down to London. So I did within like a week and a half. I'd moved out, moved down to London. And put do not answer on Anton's name. Because <laughs> <laughs> you used to do that back then, you couldn't block people on phones. <laughs> so to stop myself from answering, I used to, and I know people out there did that. And um, I put do not answer, and yeah, he used to ring and ring and. Well, ring. Do not answer after my name. I put so your if name. My name comes up. No, no, your name was do not answer. <laughs> <laughs> You, I never actually did you know that. Did I've that. never done that to anyone. You just see the name and don't answer. No, I just put <laughs> actually answer. changes it to yeah. do not answer. I did. Okay. And so I didn't answer until I was settled and got a new job and everything. And then I was like ready to speak to you and listen to the voicemails. And he'd realised he'd made an error. I actually did ask myself, what did I want from the, feet, the person I wanted to be with? Well, I'm always a person who tries something. So I thought, why not? It could be right. I won't know until I try it. And now we're 15 years on. How did becoming parents affect your relationship? Very transformative, actually. You suddenly realise that the time you had before... Well, one, you don't know where the time goes because then the little being takes up all the time. But actually, because it's something that we always wanted and discussed, it was... 
it was part of the process, wasn't it, of being together? Because we'd spent a lot of time mm. together. How we, do you feel about it? We have a big laugh together, don't we? And, you know, because it was new to both of us, we were parents for the first time together, for the first time, you know, the moment when you have your first tsunami, <laughs> poo tsunami, <Poonami. laughs> it's like, oh my gosh, is this actually happening? Like, we are both covered <laughs> in the end. Yeah, those how, moments are kind how of crazy. Can a little person creates so much mess and we're like oh my goodness is this really happening to like you know being so exhausted because we've had no sleep because i don't think we actually processed what waking up every two hours through the night actually consists of to yeah, like, like that. yeah to be understanding fair. each other's emotions and feelings when we're so exhausted um and working and having a child and being responsible and you know having that fear because you just love this little human being so much you don't want anything to happen to him you want to protect it and give yeah i've never felt protection like that yes it's insane the level of protection that you have for them and i think when sophia was first born for me i felt even closer to you because We'd created this little person together. It was a little bit of you and a little bit of me. Mm, she looks a lot like me when she was little. Yeah. Well, she looked just like me. Yeah. I felt very united. Yeah. You've been married almost 10 years. What's your best advice for making a relationship last? Well, there's the funny cliches of, you know, happy wife, happy life, which is pretty much true. So I'd say that's probably a large portion of it. But I'd also say growth. And you have to leave room for growth. Because I think in my growing up, I've, I've experienced um, a lot of well, family and friends who've split up, actually. And you kind of observe it, what's happened. And you sort of dip back into a few memories of what you've seen and arguments and stuff. But for me, I guess, growth, knowing that you're both going to grow and the other person, you don't stay the same. And allowing the other person to grow too. And the concept of perfection doesn't exist. Life yeah, that's big isn't one now. linear, you know. You're gonna get curveballs thrown your way, um, and you're gonna learn to navigate them. And just communicating, I would say, understanding each other. Oh, compromise is a very good one. <laughs> I would say compromise and respect and understanding and don't go to bed on the wrong foot. So question for Anton. Are you more attracted to Rachel now she's lost seven stone? No, I've, I've sort of been asked that before and no, weirdly. Um, because, well, when I met you, you were not you were not the Rachel who you are now. But you might, so the easier way to say it is your mind's always been the same. Your person and your personality has remained the same. Probably what's happened is the journey of you becoming slimmer for yourself, your sort of confidence in the real you has come out much more. Because I think under all of that, there was a lot of suppression with yourself and your character. So there's a lot of stuff which I used to see and say to you, which you couldn't see. 
Mm. And then it was only when you started on this journey and the shackles of everything else that went around was around you started to fall away the true you came so i just say like now there's more there's more of a truer rachel like the clothes the things that you wanted to try because i remember you know we'd go shopping or something and you'd you'd want to wear this other thing but you couldn't wear it and you'd say these things to yourself but then now it's like it's not even a thing anymore and then even the journey and the, the helping other people, like you've always helped other people, mm-hmm. but there was a capacity to that help in the way you could do it. But now it's just like become this limitless version of you, which just seems to keep growing. Hmm. How did Rachel's weight loss journey affect your relationship? Well, I have a lot more energy. <laughs> <laughs> You're lighter. You <laughs> I'm a lot lighter. <laughs> <laughs> you can do more. Is that what you're trying to say? I can do a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> I have the biggest amount of respect for him and how he has consistently had unconditional love for me. And what I adore more is that you always had the belief in me that mm. I could always get there when I when I didn't see it when I really didn't see it and you always saw it in me and you have supported me in peeling back the layers in order for me to discover self so thank you you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> what would be your perfect date night day and night well, it's gonna be food isn't it yeah definitely food Food and wine yeah absolutely probably steak yeah good steak though yeah like proper steak not um just like a chuleton yeah so a really big thick steak good so chuleton is spanish for um good t-bone steak yeah wine yeah. red cream spinach that's you triple cooked chips chips burning sauce yeah, it's very specific. This is dream date, isn't it? <laughs> As if it was dream date, it ends with apple crumble and custard for me. For you, yeah. Yeah. And good combo. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever questioned your relationship? That's the most. Well, maybe after a big argument. Why are you fucking with this person? <laughs> this is me off so I much. arguing. <laughs> I don't think I've ever got to the point where I'm like, right, that's it. I want to leave him. No, it's never really been like that. Been through tests. Yeah, you've pissed me off, like, definitely. Yeah, no, standard, yeah, you've got to do that. But we don't actually have big, fiery arguments, like, very sporadic. We'll we'll have little, like, tete-a-tetes and, like, you know, um, as you do. Yeah, the big blowouts. But we don't really have fiery blow out arguments because you don't like to argue how do you both like to receive love so if it's affection gifts or words Rachel I feel loved every no I feel I feel feel loved by you every single day like the level of support that you give me to guide and support me to be a better human being like is just so special and yeah you support me and guide me to be 
the human that I've fallen in love with. Sure. So thank you. Thank you. I don't know how to answer that question actually, because I don't. Um, I don't think about receiving love if you know what I mean. I just because. It's like that typical thing for my birthday and someone says, what do you want? I say, I don't need anything. But I suppose maybe I'm not good at receiving it, but. He's the most giving person. Like, like I get pleasure by giving other people. This again sounds really dodgy, doesn't it? <laughs> get pleasure by giving other people something they want so then they have, then they get pleasure from that. The only thing you don't answer. like to share is like your portion of rice. No, I don't like to share rice, ribs, or um, food, mainly my food in general. Yeah. I'd rather buy, even with the kids actually, which they've come to, them, I'd rather buy them another portion <laughs> and share something. What do you argue about the most? So I'm from a teeny tiny small family, and Anton's from a big, big family. And sometimes we argue around family dynamics yeah that probably brings yeah that probably brings the most because for you there's a there's only a handful of you <laughs> but, <laughs> and yeah. for me it's like yeah i grew up around a lot of people in the family so you know there's things that you want and you like but there's also like however many other people and things going on so yeah navigating different family dynamics just from past experience that sometimes causes an argument do you think you have a responsibility to look good for your partner i think so yeah yeah i like to look good for you like do you remember in the early days when we said if we got really really fat we were allowed to dump each other do you not remember that? I, can't, I can't remember that. i can remember saying that I, maybe i said it if i went really 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 big you'd be allowed to um get rid of it no but yeah in terms of no i think so because i think it keeps it it keeps it alive doesn't it i i like to well first and foremost i actually like to look good for myself i do yeah you've always been into that i like i like fashion and i just like to good for myself um and then secondly yeah i like to look good for you and i think as a guy as well it is good to it is good to look good for your partner because for one, when you first attract someone, when you're single, you look good, right? Because you mm-hmm. want to attract people. But then why why leave it there when you're with someone? Mm-hmm. Just, I mean, if you don't want the other person to sort of wander the other way or look the other way, then keep yourself in some, you know, decent kind of uh, decent kind of look. Um, what do you wish someone had told you about love and marriage? That it isn't linear. That um, you're going to have moments that you're going to feel challenged and um, it's about meeting someone that in those times doesn't run away, just comes in closer and you work together to navigate them. Probably with, with marriage that it's, um, that it's very much a journey and the moment you get married it begins sort of again. That I think is something which I didn't know what you sort of have this kind of illusion of what getting married is and it almost seems like when you watch a film or something like the end but actually it's very much the beginning of something completely new so if one of you has a bad day how do you cheer each other up so he's a typical guy that you know goes into his cave and i know to leave him sometimes 
in the cave, but then I'll like pop my head in the cave and just check in that he's all right. So I'm making some nice food. Um, we'll have a conversation um, and we'll spend some time together. I'll try and take him out for some fresh air and go for a walk because fresh air mm. and vitamin D does you the world of good. And then, yeah, just let him know that I'm there to chat to him. Yeah, I guess for you, it's a bit more material, isn't it? Like, if Rachel was in a bad mood and I just said, should we go and sh- should we go shopping or go and get something? Like, that would easily pull her out. I suppose it depends on what you're in a bad mood about. If if it's something, there's some things where you just need to chat and scream and just say your bit. And, and then I'll just, I'll just, yeah, I'll just chat to you for a bit, get it out and then boom, let the flow go. And then just stand there and listen. Yeah, I usually have a good cry, a good hug, wipe the snots away and then crack on. Yeah, you're definitely a massive cuddler, aren't you? Yeah, I like a good cuddle. Yeah. A time when your relationship was tested. I don't think we've actually been tested. I think we've we've experienced as a couple testing times. Yeah. Off the back more... of, you know, potentially um, decisions that we've made and choices that we've made in the past that at the time thought that it was a great idea and a great choice and great decision to make but then didn't pan out and then it was like oh okay that wasn't the best idea was it um, and then we've been tested off the back of that um, but in terms of our relationship being tested I, I don't think we've been in that space yeah, it's not sort of that the relationship's been tested as in, oh, it's rocky. It is what life has brought mm. to us, and we've had to deal with that yeah. together. I think that's the thing. We've been through quite a few things together, mm. which has driven us closer. Because I think, because we started out as friends mm. for quite a while, and then we had great friendship, which then developed further. We've always been together a lot, haven't we? Mm. So we've always been through a lot of things together. And then, you know, her problems become my problems, my problems hers. And then there's, you know, obviously there's, there's choices that you make to go and do something and try something, you do it together, it doesn't work out. Then you have to sort of navigate that or pivot in a new direction. Yeah. Are you open and have you in the past been open about your past relationships? I mean... He was my friend before we got together, so... Yeah, we know all about each other. <laughs> that Walks is really easy. Yeah. We've been friends for quite a while, so yeah. she knows my past, yeah. I know hers. Yeah, I've even been walking around the supermarket with him when he was dating a vegan. And I was like, how? You've been such a foodie. <laughs> no offence to any vegans, that's your choice. I respect that. Um, however, <laughs> I was like, knowing what a foodie you are, and I remember giggling with him walking around Sainsbury's and he's getting all prepared for this date with Gotta the try. vegan and try I was it. like how are you like you're 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 such a foodie buying tofu I bet you're actually gonna eat tofu yeah I'd actually never tried it so then <laughs> to try and cook it but but yeah we can have a giggle about that so if they had a free pass which celebrity would they choose to sleep with Gosh, do you know what? I don't know, but um, a face just flashed up in my mind as I said that. And that period drama on Netflix, the one that you, well, you cried, you cried over it. Bridgerton. Bridgerton. Oh, yeah. The guy yeah. from the first one, him. Yeah. yeah. 
Was that guy? That guy. That guy. He is very suave, I must say. <laughs> <laughs> or the, the other one from Emily in Paris. You know. Oh yeah, really? Producer Hattie's not an ass. Really? <laughs> think about him what's his name I know his name in real life is Lucian but I don't know his name his name's account. Lucian yeah I follow wow. him on Instagram oh my god there we go okay <laughs> no I didn't even think about okay cool yeah right I'll keep it out for him <laughs> yeah Rachel who do you think Anton would sleep with Monica Bellucci for yeah. sure yeah she's amazing the old Monica Bellucci yeah what's wrong with Monica Bellucci now I don't know I haven't seen her recently so I can't say but yeah. Well, she's going to be a lot older now. <laughs> she might still look just as good. Yeah. Sure she does. Monica Bellucci. How important is self-love in a relationship? Self-love? As in, like, self-love? <laughs> <laughs> I just have to be clear. <laughs> as in loving yourself. <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> Sorry, guy, you know what I mean? Milf Smith. I was going to say I grew up in the 70s, so, you know, <laughs> late 70s, obviously. Loving yourself. <laughs> I only got one way of thinking of it now. No, um, do you know what? Very important because you, and I don't think you can ever crack it because people can say, oh, I'm amazing every day, blah, blah, blah. And like, that's total BS. Because there's days when that little voice in your head gets in there. And even at mm. times when I can be completely confident, supremely happy, told myself I'm waking up great, tackle the day or whatever, then that other little voice comes in. So you've got to have something within you to be able to sort of work against that. So, But that is, you know what I mean, you've, you've got to appreciate and I guess love yourself and your being or your growth or whatever it is. Because if that other voice becomes too strong, that it completely destroys you and destroys anything that you're going to do. So, um, yeah, it's massive to develop an appreciation for yourself in your mind and probably your body as well, right? Because mm -hmm. even that can come at you as well. You just have to think that other voice, if you let it, will, will come after anything. So appreciate all that you are. There's a old saying or saying that people say, you've got to love yourself before anyone can love you and I used to hear that but not really connect with it or process it but now I've been on my particular journey it's like yeah you do have to understand you and appreciate you and acknowledge you and love you um, before anyone else can mm. How do you keep the spark alive in your relationships? We just enjoy each other's company, don't we? So, you know, obviously having children, and we've got little children at the moment, um, and uh, we don't have a big support network. So, you know, going on the date nights and going out, just the two of us, have, we do do it, but not it's not very regular. So I think when we do get the opportunity to spend time together on our own, we really make the most of it and we enjoy it and yeah i'm planning things yeah we love like our little planning trips something away. yeah sort of sitting down and just saying oh do you know what 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 are the things that we want to do like mm. this year or weekend or what kind of experiences do we want to have mm. and then just like writing those down 
even if it's in the future, you know, just having that sort of planted there. We make an effort. I think the point is we continue to make the effort with each other and that's important to keep the spark alive. What's your favourite outfit on each other? <laughs> I love him in a skinny black jean and a black polo neck and a nice blazer and a good aftershave. Oh yeah, totally, love that. On you, um, it's probably, so what's really funny is back in the day, they used to wear, why, why are you doing that with your face? <laughs> what, you don't even know what's coming. So the wet look leggings, they were amazing. Wet look leggings and like a loose satiny top. That was amazing. That's a lovely look. Or if we go into the beach club, there's like a nice, tight figure hugging um sort of bikini mm -hmm. that you've got mm -hmm. which is also really really nice and i say just tuck it in your bum a bit just do what just do what all the other uh, influencers are doing <laughs> just shove it in there that's really nice <laughs> ladies and gentlemen my husband <laughs> <So crossing. laughs> anton name three things you love the most about each other Three things that I love. Um, so I'd say your ability to take care of others, which is huge because you are literally like, when it comes to mum, like, and you love someone, you really do look after them. Like, that's huge. Two, I'd say, and a huge one would probably be your ability to change but not just like break and change though, not just um, like change and lose the weight, but there's a lot of, and we talk about programming a lot and breaking programming, and there's a lot of um, programming that you did have, which you had to sort of break within yourself mm -hmm. to move towards the new version of yourself. Mm -hmm. That was huge, so I mean, it's really hard to do that. And the third thing is your femininity, I think. Like, I love just how, you come across how you present yourself how you how you are because i always thought you know because i always had a dream of having two kids I, I i had a vision of two kids and one with the daughter and i just thought it'd be really important for somebody to follow that and just the way you are with that and how you look after the kids and everything it's just yeah i love that so i'm always i'm at peace with those that's nice thank you i love uh how you support me and um, support all others around you, um, which leads me on to, I love you put everybody else first, mm. everybody else first. And I also love the way you I don't know whether the word challenge is the right word, but yeah, you challenge people um, to be the best that they can possibly be. Mm. Like, you will push, but in the most beautiful, kind way, not in a negative way, so that that person can be the best that they can be. Hmm. And I love that. Definitely pushing, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> So question 22, what's something you want to improve about your relationship? 
to improve. Um, more time, I guess time, isn't it, with each other? Yeah. Yeah, time with each other, I said. I'd say that's probably the thing I'd want to improve because we're so, I guess, you kind of want to do something, you become so busy yeah, and everything else is happening that you kind of lose sight of sort of being with each other. So mm. if I'd improve, probably be more time with us or probably being more conscious of creating that time. Yeah. Last question. If you could rewind and go back to the start, the day you met, is there anything you'd do differently and what would you say to yourself? Throughout the whole 15 years? Yeah. No, I wouldn't change anything. Because it's brought us to who we are right now in this present moment. It's like even even some of the decisions that you think, like, the dodgy at decisions the time, you made, yeah. Felt, well, it never dodgy because they're always a good It always seemed like a good idea at in the, the time. In the moment, yeah. Yeah. Until it messes up. Yeah, but then you can't stop things messing up. But, but then, it's part of the learning, isn't it? Yeah, because even, even anything negative which sort of comes out of that moment, which other people would go, oh my God, like that happened, it was so terrible, right? And you're kind of like, well, actually, no, because off the back of that, I did Something these other things. Yeah. And my mind has now changed to X, and now I do, I do decisions in a completely different way. So I kind of needed that moment, even though it was completely shit. Mm. Now when I think back of it, I didn't die type thing. Do you yeah. know what I mean? There's a lot of growth from it. So, yeah. No, I don't really see it that way to like go back and change something, you know? To see before and after pictures of my seven stone weight loss, plus handy recipes and tips to maintain weight loss and motivate you on your own journey, come show me some love on my Instagram page at Rachel SV Williams Coaching.